Greetings and welcome to the God Loves You Period podcast. On this episode, Scott, Terry, and Amy discuss the origins of God Loves You Period. God Loves You Period, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Terry. And I'm Amy. Was that good enough as an opening? Maybe. We're trying to figure out what our signature opening is going to be. Because you can't loves be... You, God Loves You Period sounds really good. It does. I think welcome so. Welcome to the podcast. Excellent. You can't good. be an official podcast without an opening. Okay, well, thanks for joining us on this journey. <laughs> this is our first podcast, and we're trying the God Loves You Period podcast. I mean, our, our plan is to explore topics of faith and life, uh, kind of that stuff, and all kind of stuff helping us take the next step on our journey. Man, whatever that step is. And it's, it's going to be a conversation uh, between the three of us uh, for the most part. We're, we're all from different walks of life and different ages and sexes and whatever you want to say, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's a conversation we'd love for you to join us in, so feel free to email us or text us or drop us a, a DM with your questions, your thoughts, your comments, your critiques, as long as they're done in a loving Christian way, of course. Um, and then give us, if there's a topic you want us to cover, because at some point we're going to have some different topics. And so send us a note of, hey, we'd like for you to cover this topic. Uh, but from time to time, we may even have some guests on here. So if you think you'd be a good guest, Ooh, let we'll us know. Yep, or, or you think absolutely. we should have a good guest on or here. Or a suggestion for a guest. A suggestion of, of a good guest, right? That sounds, absolutely. That sounds good. All right. So to get us started for today, though, uh, God loves you, period. I, I figure that's, that's a good place for us to start uh, since that's the... That's the theme, and actually, I think this is my only core, honest-to-goodness, real, authentic Scott Smith quote. That you haven't acquired from someone I haven't else. stolen from anybody else. No Every, plagiarism? No plagiarism. No, I mean, my boys will tell you 90% of the stuff I say around the house to them are straight from the movies or TV shows. <laughs> uh, man, all kind of stupid stuff. And then lots of my sermon stuff, I've heard other preachers say, I just word it better than them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, kind of stuff. So, you know, so this, but this is my only one I think, like, really, I, I God loves you, period. Uh, I think I came up with on my own. And, and I've told Jason and Caitlin, we need to trademark it. Yeah, where did this come as the, I still, I know I'm two years in, but I still feel like the newbie on the staff. How long have you been saying this? Since 98 or 99. Oh, this is pre First United. It's pre, it's well, pre, yeah. But uh, it took him a year or two before he really started. Throwing it out there here. I think maybe yeah. you're just kind of getting in in the slow No, lane. it was more of, I'm, I'm, I'm loyal. You thought it only belonged <laughs> at COF? Seriously, I, I, thought, oh. I thought if I brought it here, I'd be cheating on stingy. COF. You were just stingy. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, just goodness. I, I, that was, second, God was only allowed over second there. Second-hand catchphrase. Oh, that, that's just the truth. I mean, I started, if you don't know, I started a church uh, west of Disney World. So, I mean, this this catchphrase, God loves you, period. I mean, that's what resonates with me. I mean, mm -hmm. my yes. theology is that God loves. I mean, Scripture says that, right, Terry? You're the Bible guru. <laughs> oh, my word. Absolutely. <laughs> Bi Bible I love says, that. I'll take that. Bi Monica. Bible says God is love. That's in First John, in case you didn't know, Terry. That's in the New Testament. Thank oh, you. She could run circles around us. <laughs> no. So, uh, but, but, but God, and then, but too often, I, for me, my own, my own upbringing and everything, and churches I've, I've attended over time, the, the church always focused on how bad the world is, how bad we are as sinners, how wretched we are, um, and how if you don't do this or you don't do that, you're going to hell kind of stuff. And too many churches start the story with Genesis 3. that Everything's falling apart and broken. It doesn't start the story with Genesis 1 or 2 where God says it is good. It's, it's, it's very good. I mean, literally, we're the apple of God's eye. And there's, you know, God loves you, period. There's nothing you can do 
to make God love you any more. There's nothing you can do to make God love you any less. I mean, God just loves you, period. And now, I will say our job is to accept that love and live into it, but but it, but it starts with that. Um, but I started using the phrase, Amy, um, <laughs> back to that, circle back. Uh, nice. I started using the phrase uh, at, at this church I started, uh, it's Community of Faith out by Disney World. There, yeah, and I'll delete the names because I don't think I have uh, permission. I know, permission to share it. And, of course, if people are listening, they'll, they'll know who it is. Um, but there, w- w- I was doing this new church start, and we had a young couple coming. They were uh, young. I mean, well, they were. They were young. Especially compared to us now, and just compared saying. Compared to me now. Well, yeah, you they were, were in the 90s. Yeah, you were, were young, Amy's too. age. <laughs> exactly. I was your age, Amy, when we started yes. COF. And so they're, they're, they're about the same age, so late 20s um, or somewhere in that neighborhood. Oh, no, late 20s. Um, anyhow, they were coming to our church. They were active in our church in all kind of ways. Great, great, heavily involved in the church. Um, and they were pregnant with their first child. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget one Sunday after church, she came up to me. And tears in her eyes. I mean, just really like the snotty tears, you know, all kind of not, not <laughs> sobbing. The, not the not the I feel good and just emotionally overcome. I mean, like not one single. Sp- right. This was this was like gushing, you know, all that. Okay. And Mascara I'm like, I'm, running. Yeah, I'm thinking like there's an affair or there's cancer or the baby, you know, like that. Something and, happened. And her statement to me was that they were going to have to leave the church. Uh, they were they were leaving the church wow. uh, because her mom had told her if the baby was baptized in our church. The baby was going to purgatory. Now, I think she meant limbo because that's the theology uh, of the Roman mm-hmm. Catholic Church. Lots of guilt um, there on, on that. And it, I mean, that's an old and that's an old school teaching uh, of the Catholic Church. And I don't want to get into a debate of uh, theology on that or disparage their belief on all that. Um, but for her mom, that was an eternal mm-hmm. issue. If her yeah. if her grandkid uh, was baptized in a in in, in not her church, but in our church, it didn't meant, count. It didn't count, and that was and, and that was a bad thing. Uh, and, and I, I told her, I was like, "Hey, I, I get family dynamics, I get tradition, I get all that. We'd love for you to stay here. We'll, we'll miss you horribly." Blah blah blah, all that. And they left. They went to another church and oh all that. Wow. And it was gut wrenching. And then like two, maybe three years, two three years later, I, I'm in Publix where shopping is a pleasure. And so that's a shout out if anybody wants to sponsor. Um, oh, yeah, hit us up, uh, Publix. Uh, Publix for shopping is a pleasure. Um, that uh, I was in Publix and, and like bumped into her, saw her. I'm like, oh my gosh, so good to see you. And did all the pleasantry uh, kind of stuff. And then I did the preacher thing you would do. I'm like, you know, where are you going to church? And she gets this real sheepish look and kind of, you Uh-oh. know, tears up a little bit again uh, on that. And um, she's like, man, we, we aren't going. We, we hated it. Mm-hmm. So we, did, we just stopped going. I'm like, dude. Come back. I'm like, it doesn't matter where you go. Just go somewhere. Find a church that you can that you can grow in a relationship with Jesus at. And I said, you know, and, and, and I said it to her in public. So, give, you know, like, hey, you know, God loves you, period. It doesn't matter where you go. God loves you. It's about you letting God work in your life. So, find a church where you can experience God's love and, and grow in it. It's not like you're going to go to some church and God goes, oh, I'm so glad you're going here. Now I can welcome you into heaven. Or there's some church you're going to and God's like, well, you're going to burn forever because you went to that church. It's really more about that understand that God loves you and, and you grow in that. And that, man, that's the, that's the first time I, I said it. Uh, it's been with me ever since. And then I started saying it at that church over, over and, and over. over. And that church has t-shirts like our church. That's why I felt like I was betraying COF <laughs> to, to steal this. To steal this. Oh, no, it's too late. Too late. We've already embraced it. This thing's plastered all over our church. Oh, well, I remember when I had my first little tour of First United, the thing that stuck with me was that carpet. When you walk into 
the front office of the ministry office and it says God loves you period and then I like look around at the parking lot and I see all of these bumpers like these little stickers God loves you period and then on Scott's I was like okay so this is there's a theme going on here and do you know Scott I actually was like when starting The Gathering Place, which for those who are listening, The Gathering Place <laughs> is the new community of First United out in the LBGA area. We yeah. meet uh, inside LLPG. Oh my gosh, Scott. LPGA. It is the Lady. I should know what that is. Pro Golf Association. Ladies Pro Golf Association. It's a street, though. It's, yes. So we are in kind of a newer area of Daytona. We meet inside the foundry. And so we are kind of like First United's baby. Well, maybe like a, we're we're You're entering a toddler. toddler phase mm, right for now. Sure. We're in off so at day. Our kindergartner. I think you can maybe be a kindergartner. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll take toddler. Still toddler. Okay. So so I was like, we want to have our own identity and kind of have a, a while we're keeping First United's DNA. And then I was at uh, we were doing kayaks and communion a couple months ago, and. I, it wasn't even in my sermon notes or anything, but I kind of went on the whole God loves you period tangent and, and started saying that. And then a, a first time guest from Kayaks and Communion, um, where uh, to explain what Kayaks and Communion is, we go to Tomoka Outpost, we have a small worship service, communion, go out kayaking or canoeing or paddleboarding. It's a lot of fun. And it's a way to reach folks who might not necessarily feel comfortable stepping into an institutional church. So someone who was a first-time guest tagged me on Facebook with all these pictures of her and her friend kayaking, and she said, I got chills when the pastor kept saying, God loves you, period. Oh, that's way cool. And so I'm like, you know, this is a part of First United's DNA, and as the uh, rebellious toddler of, <laughs> of First United, I feel like the gathering place could claim it too. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Because I what when I think... God loves you, period. When I hear that, I immediately go to that verse in Romans, Romans 8, where it says, neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate you from the love of God hey, in Amy, Christ 8, Jesus. 38 and 39. There you go. 38 <laughs> and 39 says I think something does separate you from the love of God, though. Me personally, like I well, not, well, all of all of humanity. All yes, of things separate you. Right? <laughs> can, we can't have time to list that out in the podcast. Uh, but there are there is something that separates you from the oh, love of God. Challenge Paul. Let's go for I it. I do. Well, yeah, I've got issues with Paul. We can discuss. At some oh, other me point. too. So, but there is there's something specific left out of that verse. Where, you know, nothing separates us from the love of God. Neither height nor depth nor angels nor principalities nor things present nor, nor things future nor mm-hmm. all, all that list. All things. These that one thing. Or anything created shall be able to separate us Sin? from the love of God, which is it's in Christ me. Jesus. Ooh. It's what? Me. Yeah, we. I, 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 God never stops loving me, mm-hmm. but I can I can refuse God's love in my life. Absolutely. Mm, okay. I, I can say no to God's love. I, mean, I would say, uh, just to wrap the story, I mean, I would say, you know, that, that family leaving the church mm-hmm. and then, then not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Was they had cut them? God still loved them. God loved them in that one church. That God loved them in the church that we were starting. God loved them in the church they were attending. But when, but then they stopped experiencing God's love working in their life. Mm-hmm. And they kind of we pushed God away, uh, kind of thing. Now, just to finish that story, 
they did come back to our church and I baptized their second kid. So it ended up pretty cool on that. But next time on the God Loves You Period podcast, how did you know that God loves you, period, and much more? See you then. Thank you.